Hello boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Broski Doodles Podcast. As always, your boy, your host, your confidant, Kiko Flo, Kiko Cervantes, in La Casa, in the building, in the hizzle dizzle, with you, in the sad moments, and in the happy ones too. Not in the horny ones, you do you, but do listen to my podcast while having sex, okay? Ah, it's been a minute. It's been it's been a minute. I haven't I haven't talked to you guys in a minute, and and I'll explain. I'll explain. I've been I've been. There's been a lot of changes in my life recently, right? I'm I moved. I moved to a better house. Have a new studio. Okay, this was all done for the Broski Doodle. Okay, I broke up with my girlfriend, soon to be wife, and I told her, hey, <laughs> I gotta do it for the bros. So yeah, I left her and now I have my own pad with my own studio and it's just all for me, you know, and, and this is what I got to do to bring you the content. All right. Uh, not really. My soon to be wife is outside the studio and I got an hour to do this and then I got to go, you know, do shorts and shit like that. Go to bed, bath and beyond. You know, I don't know if we're going to have enough time. I don't know if we're going to have enough time, you know, go to Ikea. Get a few horse, uh, you know, what do they call the little, the meatballs, right? The horse meatballs. I love those. Swedish uh, cuisine and and cheap hot dogs. I mean, I love the mustard at Ikea. And I love the fact that I get a nice workout when we need to put things together. We actually had to put a bunch of shit together because we just, like I said, we moved. And, you know, when you move, you got to buy some furniture. And, you know, when you're a broke-ass motherfucker, you got to go to Ikea, you know? I mean, if you can't hire the labor, you got to do the labor, you know? And as an immigrant myself, I'm used to doing the labor. So I don't mind it. You know, I don't mind it. Um, Once again, welcome to the Broski Doodles podcast. You probably, I just noticed you've seen this in reverse, so it's almost irrelevant, but enjoy the art, enjoy the art, and if you're watching my podcast through a mirror, because that's how you like to do your ayahuasca trips, then, you know, perhaps you're seeing it the right way, and I'll be glad, I mean, I'm glad if, if that one person was able to get that going, then I'll be glad, you know, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be glad, okay? Ah, there's, there's so much to talk about, and at the same time, nothing to talk about. Like sometimes I just feel like I have all these ideas and things I want to share with the world. And then I, it turns off and then I'm like, what are you talking about? There's nothing to fucking talk about. There's nothing to share. And, and I'm in between these two worlds constantly. And today I was like, yo, just shut the fuck up, get on that camera, talk to these people. Okay. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of people listening, you know, let them know what's up. And I think that at this moment in our time, in our history, we need to have a bit more of this, more engagement between us because I'm going insane. I'm going insane. I mean, with this whole situation globally, you know, I won't, I won't say names because I don't know what the overlords do. You know, I mean, obviously I'm not monetized. Obviously, <laughs> I'm just a rookie here, but I, wanna, <laughs> I just want to follow the fucking parameters, you know. You can't say this name, you can't say that, so I don't know what the fuck to call it, but you know what's going on. It's been going over a year now, and people are going insane. People are going crazy. It's a bit scary out there, you know? 
I recently, like I said, had to go to Ikea, do a bunch of bullshit. I moved. That comes with a bunch of fucking annoyance. Then we had, where I live, in Madrid, Spain, we had this snowstorm, right? Like, right while I was moving, right? We have the whole, you know, situation, lockdown. Then the snow, it starts snowing in Madrid, right? I've been here for a while. I mean, I've seen the snow. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm from the South American jungles, but I've seen snow, you know? I've, I've felt it. I've lived it, right? You go one day to, like, the mountains. You do a little ski. You do a little ski. Huh? You ski, bro? I don't. I tried, but that's another story. I've seen snow. Now, this wasn't just snow. This was snowing nonstop forever. Forever. To the point where all the streets everywhere in Madrid were stuffed with snow. Super high. Super high. You know that movie Super High Me? Super high. This had not happened, I think they said, in the, in the last hundred years. So this fucked up the whole city. It was locked. It was fucked. So I was locked. We were able to get to a place that was open and had coffee after going through all this fucking snow. I feel like I am legend or one of those fucking movies, right? I'm dying for a coffee. I'm not even a coffee guy. I mean, I have a coffee, you know, whatever. It's cool. But I'm not like one of those people like, uh, in the morning, if I don't have my coffee, don't talk to me, okay? <laughs> no, I'm not like that, okay? I can talk to you. I'm a fucking human being. I got feelings. I know what's good. I know what I can convey. Emotion. So I can talk to people. I don't need to have a coffee. This morning, I really wanted a coffee. It was cold. I had just, had just moved, but I didn't have any furniture. I didn't have any appliances because the snow didn't, you know, I would have needed a helicopter to bring shit in, right? So I, I wanted a coffee, a hot one. And right in front of me, there's this fucking lady. I won't say her name, you know, just so that people don't get, you know, don't take it personal with her. Uh, and also, because it would be weird if I knew her name, but <sighs> she asked the lady on the other side of the counter, who's having a shitty day. It's the only coffee place open in like a 50 mile radius, right? So she's the only one there because she was able to make it in a little fucking sled. And she's making this coffee. And this lady asks her, do you have, I don't want to get this wrong. Do you have non-lactose milk, right? I hope that's how you call it. Lactose, lactose less milk, milk without lactose. However the fuck you wanna categorize it. She asked for that shit, which to start off, I'm like, wow. Like the typical question that you're like, what the, this bitch wants milk with no lactose. All right. It's like, can I have water with no water? All right. And then the lady, magically, she's like, yeah, we do actually have milk without lactose, you know, without the main ingredient that allows it to be called milk. Yeah, we have that. We have that fucking little chemical here that you like to call non-lactose milk. We have that. And then she's like, perfect. Mix that in with some decaffeinated coffee, okay? And, and give me that. She, she was like, no, 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 I'm going to drink it. No, you don't have to give me the bag. I'm not going to throw up. I'm just going to drink it. Everybody was like, oh, what the fuck? And, and in my anger, because I'm the type of person that I could be super lovely. I'm a very friendly guy. But when, when a lot of stress in my life starts fucking with me, I just, ugh, shit, I just rage. And I start being a hater. And I'm just looking at this fucking lady like, yo, this fucking bitch. 
you drag yourself through the snow because there's no other way to get here. Well, there was snow everywhere, bro. I know people from Wisconsin, Canada, Chicago, whatever. You know, they're like, a snow? We see that shit every year, okay? We know how to handle it. Well, here, they don't know how to handle it. Okay, they saw snow here. They were like, what the fuck? They, they, they thought it was space sand or some shit. So it took like weeks for this shit to like reopen, right? And we already have the global situation going on. This bitch asks for milk without lactose with decaffeinated coffee, which might have been a bit worse than just grabbing a little, you know, a little bit of snow and just licking it for the effect that this was gonna, you know, making you. I mean, like, I just don't fucking understand. So, you know, that's, a, that's the type of shit that's been raging me lately um, because of this whole situation. Like, I just, things are happening, you know. Things are happening that get me mad, but it feels like my life, nothing's happening. And I think a lot of people feel that, like, in their life, nothing's happening because everything's just stopped. If you had any plans, well, you had to fucking pause it. Let's pause it for a few months. It's been a fucking year now. It's, it's great, Craig. I mean, it's great, Craig. If you allow me a second to gather my thoughts. Heineken beer. Always refreshing. I'm just like rehearsing, maybe. Maybe they'll be a sponsor of the podcast. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, uh, I, I, I'm just a bit hate, hater this, this past week, you know. But I'll give you a happy story within this, you know, sea of fucking darkness and shit. I went to this place, this uh, in Spain, right? And it's like a chain. It's like a like a pasta Italian food chain. The the ones that are a bit like industrial type, like macaroni grill, uh, the Olive Garden type shit. Where it's like, I know for real Italians, it's like. That that is not Italian food. It, it is not Italian food. It's, it's an insult. It's an insult to me and my culture. The whole culture, eh? The whole culture is an insult. It's not American. Maybe that started sounding a bit like more Indian than Italian, and I do apologize for that. Okay, I don't want to do any cultural appropriation, but I understand that this type of restaurants are not Italian cuisine. Just like when you go to Taco Bell. That ain't fucking Mexican food. But whatever it is, it fucking works. It clicks, right? I go to a macaroni grill or a fucking olive garden, and maybe it's because of, you know, the you know the quality of my class, right? Like my people, like where I'm at at life, you know? Like that's where I'm at. Like, fuck. If you take me to the Red Lobster, I feel like maybe I don't belong there type shit. You know what I mean? This is a place like that. They have a place like that here in Madrid. I don't, I don't want to say the name. But if you search popular Italian chain in Spain, you'll probably find it. Reason being, I'm working a deal with these people, right? To do little funny bits in the restaurants where people are having fake Italian cuisine. So, you know, because of non-disclosure agreements, I cannot tell their name. But this is what happened to me the other day. I went there, right? Because a friend recommended me it. He's like, bro, you go there. They got uh, these filled pastas, you know, like raviolis and cannellonis and shit like that that they fill in with stuff, stuffed pasta. They stuff, they stuff the pasta 
and then they put magical sauce. And then you put it in your esophagus, right? But my friend told me, they, the, the portions in this bitch, they're huge. Because when, normally when you go to an Italian cuisine place, that is real, it's real Italian food. When you come here, it's real Italian. It's real Italian, okay? It's not the bullshit in America, it's real Italian. Real Italian food. When you try the real Italian food, it is amazing. I get it. I get it. And like I said, I'm a very low, low, you know, economic status guy. So, so my, my spectrum of taste for luxurious items is very low. So obviously, you know, take, take my opinion with a grain of salt. But I've been to these Italian places and they're fuego. They're fire. Don't get me wrong. That shit is... But the portions... How do I... How do I... They're like... They're just too small. You're like, is, is this, is this the, the beginning or is this the end? She said, no, it's the beginning of the end. It's done. It's done. You want more? It's 15 euros again. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. All right. So my friend tells me, go to this Italian place because they serve them portions. And dude, it did not disappoint. This place serves pasta. Stuffed pasta, you can get it with like bacon and albahaca. If you don't know what albahaca is, I think it's basil. Search that shit. Fuego. They got shit like um, like uh, pesto, right? Like pesto with tomato, cherry tomato, all put in a pasta with a little sauce on top and stuffed inside your esophagus. What else? The one I had, simple but amazing. Meat ravioli. With bolognese sauce, which is just meat sauce, but call it bolognese or they'll slap you in the face with an Italian chair. <sighs> a lot of combinations. You know, shit with like, uh, what's it called these days? Uh, the the trufa, trufa. Uh, what they call it? The, this thing that comes from the ground that's like a fungus, but not really. And it fucking sometimes gets you high, but really it's for food and it's expensive. Truffles. They fucking... Put the truffles inside with serrano ham. Fucking wrap it up. Put a little magical sauce. Stuff it in your face. <sighs> well, this place was really good. But there was one action. One action. Where I fell in love with the server. And, and you know, my life companion looked at me like, Hey, don't disrespect me. I'll call you, I'll call you fucking throw right where you stand. <laughs> and I was like... Like, don't say things like that in public because I don't even know if you fuck, you know, she might be, you know, she's. So, I didn't even have to ask. The waiter, after bringing the pastas, brought a little tub. A little tub it was like a magical, it was sort of like a, like a, the tomb of relic. It's like this little hole, a container, but it was like super. Just, just just, there, filled with Parmesan cheese, you know, Parmigiano, Reggiano. Call my boy Jano, what do you do, yo? Hit hide up and get a grandma. Get a grammy up and, you know, it was just a lot of Parmesan cheese. I didn't have to ask for it. That just made my night, you know? <laughs> grandma pasta, like if I was at home and I just fucking powdered that shit. I looked like I was fucking cooking crack on that bitch, just... Just powdering it up. And the pasta was fucking amazing. I'm telling you. 
Now, is it real authentic Italian food? I mean, I don't even want to answer that because I might have fucking, you know, death upon me type shit. But for someone like me, and don't get me wrong, I've, I've been places, okay? I, I'm not a nobody. I know things. I know people. I know cultures, okay? I'm not a complete fucking jungle dweller, okay? I've grown. And I can tell you this was pretty good. Like, this was acceptable for the price, for the, for the experience in the place. They had these little breadsticks that were super fire too. I don't know. I just, yeah, I like it. I'm not, you know, it's like when people talk, you know, talk to me about like Domino's Pizza. I love Domino's Pizza. And uh, I mean, I didn't have to say their name, but you got to sponsor this shit, okay? I ain't saying this shit for free, but straight up Domino's is fire. Is it industrial? Is it American? Huh? Is it American? Is it the pizza of Trump? Yes. Is it delicious? Yes. Is it made with doubtful ingredients and sometimes it tastes like carbooks and if you eat it the next day, eh, it might not be the best. Yes, but I fucking love it. It's consistent. Everywhere you go, it's the same. Now, do I love real authentic Italian pizza? Yes, of course. I love it. I fucking roll it up like a burrito and I stuff it. I do that in front of people and shit. I've gotten kicked out of fucking Italian food places. But I can like that and I can like the fucking synthetic cancerous pizza too. Just like I can love real authentic Mexican food and Taco Bell, which is Tex-Mex, you know, mixed with riffraff, whatever you want to call it. At the end of the day, they both, they both make you shit out of your asshole like if you were fucking, you know, in the exorcism. So what is the fucking difference? If it's good, it's good. I hate people that try to be like, Oh, no, I, 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 it's only good if it's, like, expensive. And No, you could like a filet mignon. You could like a nice little steak that's been aged with fat and salt for 200 days and then opened up. Fucking marbly as fuck, you know? The Japanese, why you, boy? I get that. But then I could also have a fucking cheap-ass hot dog with some burgers with my boys drinking some cheap beer and, you know, puffing on the racks, dog. I mean, or the mids. You know, whatever you got. I remember a boy got, you know, it was like two grams of mints for the five bucks. Are you crazy? Are you crazy as a fucking college dude? You know, delivering pizzas? Of course. Of course I'm into those type of combos. With a little Venezuelan rum, dog, you got to make that money last. <sighs> Give me a moment to gather my ideas. You know, one thing you notice, bro, when you're moving, especially in Spain, where, like, the situation for, like, renting a place is a bit of a fucking disaster, it's really weird because you feel like you have to sell yourself, right? You have to sell yourself to the owner of the property or, you know, the agency. And I had to do that to get this place, right? I had to sell myself. I had to show that I was fucking worthy of living here. 
and with the whole situation going on globally, depression, anxiety going on, sometimes you just want to be like, man, ugh, suck my dick, dog. Like, fuck. It's, and I get it. There's filters that got to be in place. But I'm just saying that whole situation, like, I'll give you another example. Like, I just moved, right? So my prices, my monthly cost, you know, have gone up. My cost of operations have risen. And right when that happens, the company that I work for, right? Corporate, you know, environment, hello, yes, we're gonna have a KPI, yes. We're gonna have a meeting where we're gonna be discussing the increment of, uh, yeah, we're gonna be lowering the numbers because in this stage, we're gonna be defragmenting and we're gonna be reorganizing the service. So, you know, they give you all this talk and they, at the end, they're like, pretty much you're gonna be getting paid less now. Uh, but no, but it has to do with the restructure of the structure. Right, and then we, we put you in four structures, and then we restructure you. So they re, you know, restructure my ass, and they told me today. Actually, I'm not, I'm not fucking lying. Like, and I'm not even like, oh, they told me today, but they told me yesterday type shit. No, this was today, right? This whole emotion that I'm bringing in, it's palpable because it's there. They told me today, Kiko Flow, Kiko Cervantes, as I know you in the dark realms, you will now be paid less. You're gonna do more responsibilities and you're gonna have to take it. And we ran out of lubricant. <laughs> and I was like, okay, really? <laughs> So now I'm in the process of also searching for other options, right? Other jobs. And then you look for jobs and it's like a, it's a fucking nightmare because you have to, again, sell yourself, sell yourself to these people. Hello. Hello. I'm a good worker. I do 5,000 words per minute and my KPI is up the roof. That part bothers me. But it's part of the fucking process, right, of getting a job. I'm not saying I'm going to get another job, but at least I'm going to be fucking looking around, seeing what's being offered, you know. But, you know, this whole thing about selling yourself, it's, it, sometimes it, it gets annoying, you know. That's why, you know, when I decided to do this podcast, it was really hard to get it started because I would second, I would have second thoughts about, like, how genuine I, I was going to be because, you know, part of me sometimes fucks with my own head and, and it almost felt like when I'm doing this, am I being me or, or is, is there this unconscious thing that takes over? Cause you know, you're like embarrassed of like, am I going to look like a fucking idiot? And when I decided to do this, I eventually had to say like, look, fuck it. Like, I don't give a fuck if I look stupid, if I look ridiculous like I just gotta do it so the, this is like the thing that allows me to really focus on just letting go and being who I am at least to the best of my own recognition abilities right because it's out there in the real world in work and I'm trying to find a fucking place to live where everything gets like distorted because you have to like sell yourself and it's not that like I'm being dishonest it's just that I gotta put that hello 
Of course, yes, I'm one of the you know, best candidates you're gonna have. And look at my resume, sir. As you've seen here, the numbers that I've ran, I've been able to manage things in different types of scenarios. And of course, in the different regions that that comes out. Of course, we have the English, we have the Spanish. Hello, Senor Carlos. Do you speak any other language? No, I right. Because now speaking Spanish and English is like you're a bitch. That ain't enough. We need more. We need more. You need to speak five languages and we're gonna pay you 500 bucks a month. Get it or get the fuck out of here. And you start seeing some of these offers, right? They want you to have like 10 years of experience, uh, experience on all these programs, on all this editing software. Uh, I want you to have a portfolio of over five years and we're going to pay you a thousand bucks a month. And you're like, okay, <laughs> where's the line so that you can suck my dick, you motherfucker? What type of fucking disrespect is that? And you got people telling you, well, this is why you gotta start a business. Yes, I fucking, I've been, yes, I've been trying to get a business going. This right here, even though I'm doing it for a passion, is a possibility for a business in the future, right? And, and you know, the problem with a business is that you put time into that business and money, you know? And this podcast that I do, I've put, I put time, I've put money, and I don't even have these considerations of it becoming a business because if it does get there, it has to be like natural. It has to be, I don't know, organic. Because if it isn't organic, then it's, it's not even worth it being anything else. But, you know, obviously part of me wants this to be successful and for me to be doing this a lot more. And for me to do that, I, I'll have to be able to pay the bills, you know? But what I'm trying to get at is that starting a business ain't easy. If you want to start an actual brick and mortar business, that takes a lot of capital and all this shit. So yes, that's, that is an idea. You want to make, you want to try to liberate yourself from having a, an actual job and, and having your own um, business so that you can liberate your time and do the things that you're more passionate about. But then on the other side, it's like, <laughs> you can also go flat in your face, you know? And you know, everybody that tells you when they talk about this shit, they say things like, well, man, if you don't risk it, you're never going to get it. And, and that is true. But there are also times in your life where you got to measure when you're going to risk things. Because from somebody coming where I needed to start from zero in different countries, it's, you know, it's, it's something to think about. So, you know, I, you know, that's part of what I've been thinking recently. Maybe this podcast is not sort of like the ones you've heard in the past. Um, you know, uh, sometimes we have guests for the ones that have been following this for, for a while now. You know that at the beginning, uh, our boy Stevie D used to used to do the podcast with me, so so we would have a bit more conversational. Now it's just me talking shit, but you know it does allow me to get deeper in my thoughts and, and try to express it all here. And I hope that you know this format is like because I enjoy expressing this type of things, and I'm gonna be doing it a lot more. Uh, you know, it's, it's a very fearful moment in history and, and a fearful moment in life in general, you know? You know, and with this, you know, with the global situation, it's just that 
I mean, I understand why people are like, you know, getting depressed and shit. I mean, it's been a year. We got to be locked. A lot of businesses don't open, especially in Europe. In Spain, everything's closed. And I understand that it is a serious matter. I myself, I'm scared of the virus. I don't know if I've had it. I want to think that I had it. Because this way, it would mean that I survived it. But otherwise, you know, I'm fucking overweight, you know. So that's, you know, I, they tell you, you're fat, you're fucked. They tell you, you're fat and you get it, you're, you're dying. So, you know, it does scare me. But at the same time, I'm seeing the consequences of having the whole country closed with no commerce. And businesses are dying. And I don't, they, I don't know if that they're going to be able to come back. You know, I mean... I have like this alternative reality that I'm hoping, which is uh, sort of what happened in the Roaring Twenties. Uh, for anybody that hasn't heard of the Roaring Twenties, it was like after the the, the 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 1917 Spanish flu, they were sort of like locked in for like two years as well, and then on 1920 they sort of found a cure or some shit or it went away actually they don't have a they didn't have a cure but it went away and then people stopped dying and there was like this surge in like culture in like social gatherings engagement and they call it the roaring 20s and it could be coincidentally that people two years depressed that you had so much energy they wanted to use and you had so much culture and music and just they were really good years for artists in general a lot of creativity going on. Part of me expects an alternative reality where we're seeing, I mean, I don't think for this year, but maybe for 2022, sort of like the roaring 22s of the new era. You know, we're like, this thing is, is solved and we can live a normal life again. And then there's going to be so much explosion of things along with technology. It could be a good thing. That's what I'm hoping for. But in the meantime, man, it's, it's brutal, man. It's, it's fucking people up. And this is the thing I'm saying. It's been a year since we've been dealing with this shit. Governments should already know how to fucking handle it. And I'm not saying only like to kill the, the, the thing, right? Like I understand this takes times to get vaccines out, all that. But you should at least know how to handle the hospital situation. Because we're going to have to open shit up and people are going to have to live their lives because otherwise they're going to die out of not having money, man. Like, that's the shit that's worrying me. Like, I'm super done with the whole conscious shit, with the whole, you know, do the right thing, behave, take it seriously. But I also see, like, dude, like I was talking about this earlier. Today they told me they're reducing my pay and they could tell me any other day, hey, get the fuck out of here. You're fired. That could happen. And because, you know, the business is not going well for a lot of people. So it's, it's a fucked up situation, man. I don't know. I don't know if <laughs> normally I want to come here and talk about happy shit to forget the negative. But today I'm trying to speak about the negative to see if that fucking helps me in my life as well. Because, you know, I'm going crazy too, man. I'm happy, you know, and you know what's the worst part of it all? Like, you cannot even whine. You cannot even bitch about it because everyone's going through it. Like, you, you know, you start realizing certain things about the human psyche. You know, 
when you feel like shit or something happened to you, you want to tell others, like, hey, this shitty ha shit happened to me. To sort of be like, this is the shittiest shit that's happening to any of y'all. It's happening to me. So, like, feel sorry for me. And at least I, I can feel like, fuck, I'm in a fucked up situation. And that gives you a little bit of, like, I don't know what it is. It is morbid feeling of betterness. Because, oh, at least I know I'm the one that's... And they recognize this. I mean, it's like some fucked up dark shit. But I cannot even go to people and be like, fuck, man. I'm depressed. My life stopped. Nothing's really progressing because of this fucking thing. Because they're going to be like, fuck, man, me too. So <laughs> if we're all in the same bullshit, then nobody can complain. Because it's like, yeah, man, I'm in the same boat. You know what I mean? And I don't want people to get this wrong. Like, I have a music album that I've been working on for many years. That's about to come out like in a week. I started this podcast in 2020. I started another podcast in Spanish. So those are all positive things. And and I think because of the whole situation globally, because of that, it sort of pushed me to, to do these things that were more digital. So, I mean, you know, there could be a silver lining to it. There's definitely silver linings to it. But in general, it stopped a lot of my plans. It stopped people's plans when you're trying to grow in the workplace, it doesn't help that the environment is not competitive and that there's no other companies really wanting good workers because there's no business going on. So it's definitely had people like, I feel like not that I've been a planner so much in my life that I could plan my whole life out. I like to improvise along the way, but I do like to have certain guidelines, right? Like a roadmap. And because of this bullshit, you can't like have a plan for anything you live day by day it's like you're fucking living in like a survival zombie video game where every day like you just need to worry about today finding water and food and not getting killed all right after a year of living that you i don't know man you start evolving into some like shit like i don't know i just at the beginning i felt that people were becoming a lot more lovely a lot sort of you know better And now I don't know if they're becoming shittier because they're just tired of the bullshit, you know? It's getting annoying, to be to be honest, you know? Ah, man, I just... I just don't know, you know? I just don't know. But I guess we gotta keep on going, you know? I saw some funny shit today, uh, today and these days. Here in Spain, they got a, a few YouTubers, sort of like like Ninja or PewDiePie, that are gamers. And they got like huge channels, like 20, 40 million subscribers, right? So they make bank, right? I mean, these guys, they get them bags. One of them in particular, makes about like four million a year and in spain if you make four million a year you gotta give as taxes 47 right <laughs> which is insane that's just like uh income tax then you gotta add like social security or you know a bunch of other shit i mean pretty much they they keep more than half of what you make 
if you make that much. And I thought it was insane because, I mean, I live in Spain and it's crazy. I looked at the actual brackets for taxing and I mean, this is going to, you know, people that listen from the U.S., this is going to be so funny because you're going to laugh. I mean, if you make up to 12,450 euros a year, this means that you make approximately like 900 bucks after taxes a month. You're paying 19% tax, right? <laughs> you pay 19% tax if you make 900 bucks a month, right? If you make up to 20,000 euros, that is not the beer bottle, okay? If you make up to 20,000 euros, you gotta put 24%, boy. A quarter, a quarter of your earnings, that's your mind, it's the government. Look at this. If you make up to 30,000 euros, you gotta pay 30%. Perfect. Now this is where it starts. I mean, this is already crazy, but this, like, look at this shit. If you make up to 60,000, right? Up to, so you cannot make 60, you gotta make less. Uh, I mean, I mean you got to make, if you make 60 exactly, but if anything above 60, then you're going to be taxed more. But up to 60, from 35,000 to 60,000, you get taxed 40, uh, sorry, 37%. Then, if you make more than 60,000 euros, you get taxed a whopping 45%. 45%, bro, if you make more than 60000 $60,000 in the U.S. is made by a motherfucking Taco Bell manager. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm not wrong by a lot. You know, if, if, if one of you is a Taco Bell manager, if you're looking for people that can make fire tacos, like consider me, I might be looking for a job as well. But also let me know because this, you know, tell me. Like if you're like a badass fucking Taco Bell manager. Like, I'm not talking about shitty Taco Bell manager where they give you shit, that's all. I'm talking about Taco Bell manager that makes sure that every burrito and Crunchwrap Supreme comes out gooey, right? Soft, but also crunchy at the right fucking places. If you got if you got that manager, that manager is making 60 grand a year. And guess what? If that manager is living in Spain, he's got to give 45%. <laughs> Half of his money, 45%. And if you make 300,000 or more, then you got to put 47%, right? But like 300,000, that, that here is like you're a fucking billionaire. But it, it fuck with me. If you make more than 60,000, you got to pay 45% taxes. Insane. 60,000 a year, that's a salary of 5,000 a month. Now, to be honest, in Spain, if you earn 5000 a month and your partner earns 5000 a month, you're going to live a really good life here. But the people that make those salaries, unless you have a business, are like fucking politicians. Like, it's insane. Like, if you make 5000 euros a month in Spain, you are a millionaire 
which is fucking retarded to even think about. But it's even more retarded that if you do make 60,000, which is 5,000 per month, half of that, I mean, you couldn't cut, you will have to cut one of these fingers, but half of that goes to the government? Yo, that's the biggest fucking, like, theft. That's fucked up. I can't believe that, like, this type of shit. So, why am I, why am I explaining this? Because a bunch of YouTubers, specifically one that makes, like, $4 million a year, fucking, you know, for which he has to pay 47% because he makes more than 300000 He's like, fuck that, I'm going to Andorra. Andorra, or Andorra, is... This very, very, very small fiscal paradise that's in the middle of France and Spain. And it's perfect for all your finances because they have a top income tax of a whopping 10%. They only charge 10% for your income when you make money. Now, why is that beautiful? Well, it's beautiful because it's fair. I don't see it, any, I don't see it as anything else than criminal. If you're taking more than 10%, I mean, 10% and I'm doing it because I want to live in a society that fucking works. 10%. If you need more than 10% of everybody's salary, then the government is not managing that money well to start off. But bro, it just doesn't make sense to give half of your money away. And for people that are like, oh, but he's rich. Why should he care? Well, he cares because he's rich and he makes a lot of money. And he, that person, whatever they do, they bust their ass to get that money. And you should fucking keep most of that. 25%, you will still keep people here. But if you charge half of it, they leave. So of course they're gonna leave. It's a very short drive away. You're in a place that's very similar to yours. The only difference is you're gonna pay 10% instead of 50% close on your taxes. People need to understand that high taxes, uh, it, it doesn't help. Like if you tax too much, the people that you want to get that money from, like the rich people that you want to tax a lot, they're just going to leave. You actually want to have friendly taxes so that the rich stay. Now, I'm not saying give the rich a small tax and give the middle people a high tax. No, no, no. The people at the bottom and in the middle should have low tax already so that they can grow. And then the rich people should have a little bit higher tax, but not you know, over fucking 20, 25%. Are you insane? That takes out all the incentive to fucking create things that make the world better. People have to understand where, like, things are created out of creativity and out of incentive to be better in life. So, so yeah, there's this, like, humanity uh, factor, right? Which is, like, you want to, like, when I create music, right? Or when I create this content, like, I want to make the world better, even if it's by people laughing. I'm like, ah, oh, this fucking stupid motherfucker doesn't even know how to speak English and he's, you know, telling me what to, you know, I, okay, I get that. But also, if whatever it is that you're passionate about can also make you money so that you can pay for the bills that allow you to continue doing things that make your life better and the other people better, then fucking so be it. I mean, what better system than that? <sighs> but yeah, if you make... 5,000 euros a month in Spain, you got to pay 45%. I mean, it incentivizes you to make less money so that you can, because if you make less money, then the lesser percentage is going to make it so that you end up with the same amount. It's weird. Like now, 
even though I lost some salary, I might not have lost as much because since I'll be earning less, I should be taking a lesser percentage of my taxes, which makes the drop in pay not as bad. I mean, I'm still getting fucked, you know, and, and stuffed, but I'm just saying like, sometimes it even benefits you. I mean, it doesn't benefit me that I'm making less, but it's funny how making less makes it so that I, I get less taxes taken. So because of the brackets that I follow, you know, like imagine if you make 59,000, you're only getting taken 37%. But if they raise your salary 2,000 to 61, now you're paying 45. You're actually making less net profit because of that little margin, which makes it even more like, no, 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 no. Don't raise me more than 59,000 because then I'll be jumping eight points in percentage for the taxes I got to pay. So it's just a whole, it's a fucking, I mean, I don't want to be a bummer. I'm trying to be fucking funny. I'm trying to like bring you the, the goods. Okay. The Velveeta. I'm trying to give you that Velveeta cheese in your face. <laughs> fucking suffocate you. But yeah, I also got to bring the negative out. Like I got to put this shit out somewhere, dog, you know? But yeah, it's a hard knock life. That's for real. But we'll get through it. I mean, we'll get through it. We'll get through it, man. Just know that I'm always gonna try to bring the Valvita. I'm always gonna try to try to bring the Valvita cheese, even if it has to do sometimes with some nostalgic message. You know, maybe it's not always about and giggles and fucking jerking off, you know? Sometimes it's about the realness. Sometimes it's about the real topics, the, the real fucking feels inside of us, you know? I want you to understand that sometimes if you feel vulnerable, if you feel fucking weak, shit, I'm trying to show you it too because I feel that way sometimes too. I also get down, you know? Like today, I've, I've been fucking... The, I, I did this podcast and I started again the podcast. It's not that I ever stopped. It's just because of the moving, there were some weeks that, that I was off. But today I decided to reinitiate it right away and upload the video right away because I was depressed. And I was just like, man, I, I need to get back to the thing that makes me happy. And here I am in front of that fucking weird machine that records, you know, this it makes it, ma it makes my beauty be expressed on the YouTube so that you can see me. And also on the fucking sound waves and the Spotify and the iTunes, you know what I mean? We're there too. You can listen to the podcast, but if you want to see my beautiful face, you can put it on YouTube. And, you know, then it becomes a sexual fucking experience, you know, spiritual passage to the fucking next level. You know, Kiko Cervantes and the Hizzles. You know, you know some, some girls say that I caused that in them. That I caused this sort of explosion, you know. I was like, hey, you know, I mean, I'm just... You know, it ain't much, but it's honest work. You know, it's honest work. Really, it is. No, but yeah, but you do have to, I mean, you have to lick the clitoris a lot, like correctly too, you know. It's, it's not like a hard thing. I mean, I mean it could be difficult, but I, I'm saying you don't have to do it hard. You want to do it slowly and you want it to slide really well, you know, but you know, I want to get in tangent, you know, that's another story, but 
I'm just saying, you know, take care of it. Don't be a little bitch about it, you know. And drink it. You know, drink it. Drink it. That's the life juice. That's where babies come from, you know. It's the juice of life. <laughs> you know, the fountain of youth. <laughs> Whatever, you know. I drink that shit, you know. And if it's enough, pour it with a little whiskey, you know, agua de coco. You know, I mean, you it happens too, you know, it happens too. And, you know, it is it is true that my mind goes into these weird places. You know, I've already told my parents, like, you got to check, you know, therapist, some, you know, mind, doctor, whatever the fuck, psychiatrist, you know. I mean, if you can get me some pills and shit, like, I'm down, so, you know. You know what pills I'm talking about. You know, I'm just saying, should they be worried? I mean, I, fuck, not really. I mean, how long do we got left in this life? And I, and I don't mean like cynical, like oh, how long are we really hurt? No, I mean like, th- th- is this shit ending? Like, is this thing ending? Like, are we going back to normal? Because it almost feels like it's just gonna go, it's gonna blow up, you know? Like I said, we had this fucking winter here in Spain where it snowed, and for a week everything was covered. Everything you went out your door, it was there, like fucking, fucking Alberta, Canada. And I talk to you about global warming. And then I'm like, Greta, where the fuck is Greta? How dare you? How dare you? Where's Greta? I thought she was getting warmer, motherfucker. It got cold as fuck. It froze everything. It froze our lives. But then they say, it's not global warming. No, 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 no. It's not climate warming, it's climate change. So because it's getting warmer, on the winter it is colder. And you're like, what? Voodoo magic? What the fuck? Greta, where are you? How dare you? You're gonna say, it's global warming, but then it doesn't get warmer. It gets colder. Oh, fuck. Of course I didn't get it. I'm fucking stupid. Of course I didn't get it. And I don't want you to think I'm a global warming denier. Okay, I'm just saying, it is a bit weird. I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't know who's telling the truth. And you search online for truth and all you find is opinions. And then you gotta try to fucking find the truth within those opinions, but it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. If there's anyone out there that feels like I'm feeling right now, that some things just don't make sense. That shit is getting weird. And that it feels like we're almost in the, you know, towards the end of something. Like we're in the beginning of the end of something. Let me know so that I don't feel like I'm crazy. Because I really feel like I'm going in this hole. And if, if I don't grab someone over there, I might fall forever. Forever. Remember me. Like I'm just saying, if you have this sparks of hallucinogenic power that make you feel that thing tingle beneath your balls but at the same time once you know make feel like we're falling let me know i want to know i want to know what you're thinking because i tell you all the shit that i'm fucking thinking right but i, I want it i want the reply the comments fuck meet me in the streets I mean, not in a, not in a hostile way. Like, I don't mean like, yo, meet me in the streets, son. Go on, wait. No, I'm talking about like, 
Yo, Kiko, what's good, man? I like what you're doing. Let's talk about it. I feel depressed sometimes. Sometimes I feel like fucking... Who knows? I don't want you to get scared. I'm not suicidal. I'm, I repeat, I'm not suicidal. I'm just saying, I'm down. I get down. And I want to know if other people are feeling these things, you know? If you're feeling like we've, it's been a year since, since last March where we're just like, what the fuck is happening? No one gives us answers. No one. It's all speculation. No, he did that. No, he did that. No, no, he's that. You got politics in the background. Just poof, poof, poof. explosions. Dude, two days ago, there was an explosion in a building in Madrid, in the middle of Madrid, because a fucking um, a gas leak, a fucking, you know, and then a pit thing exploded and like three dead already. People heard the whole face of the building is gone. And you're like, yo, what the fuck is happening? This literally feels like the new Call of Duty. It's like the new Call of Duty, bro. Just pop, pop, blowing up. I don't know. I'm trying to get a weapon and shit like a fucking katana or some shit, you know? Or like a stick like fucking Donatello. I mean, all I'm saying, dude, is keep it going, keep it real. I might get fired at any time, but I'm glad that we're at the new studio. And I hope that you really appreciate it because I'm putting all the work and my money on this. I took a big-ass loan for all these cameras and lights. I don't even know how I'm going to pay. I might get told, like, hey, you don't have a job anymore. And then I got to go in, you know, anywhere, like Taco Bell, Burger King. And I'll do it with fucking humility and pride, dog. You know, man, when I'm, when I'm on my thing... Bro, it's like straight up like Cat Williams bit back in the day. Every day I'm hustling, you know, and like, he's like, whatever you're doing, you got to do it like, like you're a G and that's, and that's what's up, man. If you got me a motherfucking Burger King dog, I'm going to be fucking, what, what is it to, to, to my, okay. So is it to chicken sandwich, Whopper, okay. I'm, yo, I'm going to be moving. I'm going to be fucking, fucking making those sandwiches. Just, you know, to. Taco Bell, what? Have you had a have you had a taco that makes you dick tingle at, at the same time that you're shitting? Huh? Huh? Fucking Crunch Up Supreme that fucking changed your fucking mind? Poof. I ain't Mexican dog, but I got that flavor in my mind. I got that fucking vision, homie. So all I'm saying is trust yourself. But also, trust that the universe wants something good for you. And breathe. Actually, reverse that. Don't trust that the universe has nothing good for you because obviously this motherfucking universe doesn't want anything good for us because it's been trying to kill us. It's been trying to kill the earth. So what I say to you is don't trust the universe. Trust yourself. And understand that you are bigger and that you are more than you think. Because one of the human conditions is feeling inferior. There's this fucking shadow that's casted by ourselves because we're afraid of success. Because we're afraid of progress. First of all, with me. Let's help each other not be afraid of the uncertainty of this world at the moment. And also let's not be afraid of succeeding and sharing to the world what we feel. Okay, leave any thoughts on the comment, reach out to me directly on my Instagram if you want, and I'll be more than glad 
to reply to you, dogs. Keep it real. Keep it special. In the broski doodles, dog. For reals. I got you, dog. I got you, dog.